Welcome to the Outpatient Surgery Magazine podcast collection. Outpatient Surgery Magazine hosts conversations with experts from the outpatient surgery community on topics that impact your world today. We hope these conversations will help stakeholders from outpatient facilities, associations, and industry across the country focus on the future and generate ideas and solutions for safe surgery together. Welcome to Outpatient Surgery Magazine's inaugural podcast for 2022. I'm your host, B. Reem Schneider-Ebling, and I'm the Senior Director of the Outpatient Surgery Division of ARN. I'm happy to be with you today as we explore the changing world of the Ambulatory Surgery Center. Our podcast is entitled, Looking Ahead in 2022 for Your Ambulatory Center, and we'll be looking at a survey that we fielded late in 2021 to take the temperature of the ASC community on important concerns facing the leaders and their teams in 2022 and beyond. It's a year that's already shaping up to be challenging as facilities plan for the coming months ahead and for what the future holds for their specific needs. We've heard from administrative directors, directors of nursing, and OR managers from independent single and multi-specialty facilities and hospital outpatient departments as they take a closer look at the impact of the past two years with COVID-19. The saying goes, change is constant, and that is so very true for the OR community in the outpatient environment as everyone pivots, adapts, and shows incredible resilience. This survey was conducted with the generous support of BD, which is one of the largest global medical technology companies in the world and is advancing the world of health by improving medical discovery, diagnostics, and the delivery of care. The company supports the heroes on the front lines of healthcare by developing innovative technology, services, and solutions that help advance both clinical therapy for patients and clinical process for healthcare providers. The BD Ambulatory Surgery Center team has a portfolio of category-leading products, innovative solutions, and dedicated support designed to help ASCs enhance clinical practice and quality of patient care. It is my pleasure to introduce Jeremy Sloan, National Vice President Sales, V. Muller Surgical Instrumentation, Ambulatory Surgery Centers, Inside Sales and Meg Walter, Group Vice President, Alternate Sites U.S. Region, to join me in this conversation and dive into some of the survey results and what they may mean to the outpatient surgery community. Welcome, Jeremy and Meg. Let's get started with the conversation with the very first topic of the survey. As 2021 drew to a close, ASC leaders shared their thoughts with Outpatient Surgery Magazine about what their business will look like in 2022 and beyond. None of them told us in this survey that they anticipated less volume in surgeries in 2022, and 62% said they anticipate more surgeries than the previous year. What do you think the drivers are for this substantial increase? Thanks, B. And first, BD thanks you for the opportunity to participate and launch this podcast series. We believe this is a great forum to participate in and really a great opportunity to reach a growing community. Uh, We've been partnering with the ASC community for over 10 years and are happy to share this survey project with AORN. 
Regarding the questions around drivers for growth, we've observed and participated in tremendous growth in, in the ASC space over the years. The quality of patient care, the convenience to the patients, and the opportunity to avoid being around hospitals, especially during the COVID pandemic, have all contributed to growth trends. We've also seen growth trends around the aging population, as well as advancements in technology and products. Certainly having a dedicated ASC team at BD with a full portfolio has allowed us to effectively partner with our ASC customers to provide the product and services needed to keep up with these growth trends. Thank you. You know, in the last two years, they were very volatile, as you said, in the ASC community and for their staffs as the pandemic evolved and, and drove critical changes in the way teams functioned. In our survey, we asked about the top three areas that had the largest impact to growth since COVID-19 hit. The top two received more than 80% of the vote, and they included staffing shortages at 82% and supply challenges at 85.25%. For staffing shortages, the short-term impact has been reflected in the national news for many months, but what, in your opinion, is the long-term impact of staffing shortages on the ASC community? How can it be addressed? And is this phenomenon something BD is concerned about for the future? Thanks, B, for inviting me to join in in the conversation. These last couple of years have been challenging on many fronts. Staffing shortages are real for providers, including the ASCs. One of the values of an ASC is the efficiency which can be achieved when you have a well-trained staff who has predictability in how they do the work when they arrive each day. Reducing variability eliminates stress and improves their workday. We continue to partner with organizations like AORN and others to help provide quality education so providers are confident and competent they can perform at their highest level day in and day out. We're expanding our offerings to include virtual on-demand training modules so the staff can pull up information as they need it in addition to our field sales teams which can provide in-services and training at the individual center level. Thank you, Meg. So for the survey responses by ASC leaders that indicated supply challenges, that's 85.25% is and remains one of the key areas of largest impact to growth. What have you seen happening in the last four months of 2021? And what do you think ASC administrators can anticipate for the next 12 months in terms of supply challenges? What is realistic and how will it impact the patient experience? Yeah, supply challenges are another area that we're concerned about right along with you, making sure we communicate frequently and with accuracy so you can adequately plan if a particular product is in short supply is top of mind for companies like BD. This will allow you to potentially select substitutes and communicate to your staff temporary changes as needed. We understand the stresses and are keenly focused on supply continuity. We wish we could predict what's to come, However, with the volatility of the current world situation, this is very difficult. The key is communication so we can preserve the patient experience we are mutually aligned around. 
Thank you, Meg. Thank you. Um, our survey also looked at another important area that impacts the growth of the ASC, and that's the renewed focus on infection protocols. So 44% of our survey respondents zeroed in on this as one of the top three impediments to growth. So in your opinion, how can a vendor partner help with this area of concern, and how does staff training enter into the equation? In fact, 47% of the survey respondents also indicated that training education was among the biggest changes they were contemplating for 2022. So if you can tell me, what part does BD play in this? Yeah, so training and education is such a vital part of any organization, and BD and many companies like BD remain committed to supporting education on an institutional level, like through an AORN, and also at a local level through a dedicated team. In addition, we've developed a program called Quality Solutions, which is an evidence-based observational program that can help a local ASC increase efficiencies, optimize processes, as well as reduce costs. So right by reaching out to your local BD ASC representative, an ASC could discuss how the potential of a quality solutions program might be beneficial to their organization. You know, our survey respondents also shared with us how they prefer to conduct business with vendor partners. And interestingly, only a small group was interested in phone or virtual contact, both getting only about 7.65% response in the survey. Email was a top choice with 48% responding in that favor, and face-to-face meetings was next at 31.6%. So I'm just wondering, does this reflect the way business was conducted in the past before the pandemic? What has changed? And how does BD approach their customers? And what strategies are planned for engagement with their customers? This is really an interesting survey result, and I don't think it's just an ASC phenomenon. If we reflect back on the last two years in dealing with COVID-19 and the restrictions on so many aspects of our life, I think this is a lingering impact. So we're looking for flexible ways to meet our customer needs by adding more well-trained field personnel and virtual capabilities, on-demand training modules, digital materials as well. And so we can be on-site and we also reach out to you virtually. Creativity and flexibility are at the center of our approach as we feel an obligation to make sure you have access to our team when and where you need us. Thank you. Thank you. Our survey also asked about the biggest changes ahead for 2022. And um, what we learned was there was a real need to focus on their equipment. 35% said that new equipment is in their planning for the next 12 months, and 42% plan on updating existing equipment. With such a focus on upgrading the equipment that is really at the heart of his existing ASC facilities, how can a vendor partner help in customizing upgrades for individual facilities, and what are the challenges associated with one-size-does-not-fit-all? Yeah, so... Expansions and or new builds are imperative to the continued expansion and migration of procedures from the hospital to the ASC market. And when you look at establishing a new ASC, it requires a lot of decisions about a variety of needs. So from staffing and training to product and process. BD has been part of the fabric of healthcare for over 100 years. And we have a dedicated ASC team who's helped establish more than 200 ASCs across the market. And we strive to be known as a partner to our ASCs and not necessarily a company who manufactures and sells product. Our goal is to help an ASC achieve desired outcomes while providing products of the highest standards. But understanding that customer's needs and what truly is important really allows us to tailor our products and services accordingly. Now, as it relates to one size does not fit all, 
there's a tremendous amount of variation. And Meg mentioned that earlier in one of the answers from ASC to ASC. Again, from product process, type of procedure being done, staffing needs, and even the ownership model. So to standardize across an ASC to include the clinical staff is a real challenge. And to get the best outcomes, we believe you must reduce that variation and standardize. Thank you, Jeremy. I want to thank Jeremy and Meg from BD for sharing their insights about the questions and concerns that this survey has raised. BD is an important partner to the ASC community, and we appreciate their participation in this podcast and survey. Outpatient Surgery Magazine would like to sincerely thank BD for their support of this podcast and this outpatient survey as we looked at 2022 as well as into the future. And we hope that this conversation offers some guidance and ideas to contemplate as we navigate the post-pandemic climate together. Thank you for listening. Stay well and stay safe. If you would like to receive an executive highlights report of this ASC survey, you can download it by visiting outpatientsurgery.net backslash community and going to podcast looking ahead to 2022 for your ambulatory center. Thank you for listening to the Outpatient Surgery Magazine podcast collection. We invite you to listen to more episodes in our community section online at www.outpatientsurgery.net and visit the Outpatient Surgery website often for new and exciting content.